Welcome to your Alinda's Fuck Life podcast, hosted by your girl Shalvika. I am a life transformation coach, a wife, a cat mom, pure generator, Enneagram 3, Pisces sign, and helping you build an Alinda's Fuck Life is my jam. Out in this world, we believe that there are no set rules for building a life, career, and business. That we are all unique, and we should be able to embrace our uniqueness in everything we do, while shedding all the rules or bullshit rules one at a time. We will talk all things mindset, manifestation, healing, energetics, rituals, success. and so much more i believe that i can have it all and you can too ready for an episode that will take you one step closer to your aligned as fuck life let's get started hi and welcome to another episode of your aligned as fuck life with shalvika and i am so excited guys to be interviewing lin here today um and we are going to be talking about moving more naturally and i'm i'm just so psyched to be dealing with this topic uh but before we kind of start tackling that lynn do you want to just tell us a little bit about you your journey what got yeah. you um yeah so my name is lynn rogala um one of the ways i introduce myself is i am the magical mystical coach for people discovering their magic mm-hmm. um, so that's been really fun all <laughs> all of my clients are have some kind of magic that we're discovering. Right. And the topic we're talking about today is something that I'm re- it's relatively new compared to some of the other stuff that I've been doing. Right. Um but I'm really loving it. Um which is this idea of moving um more naturally with like the rhythms of seasons and the rhythms of the moon and yeah. the rhythms of your own energy, which right. I really love. Um so and I kind of backed into that. I I was actually thinking about it just today because I was out walking. and i looked up and the moon is at the last quarter mm-hmm. and i thought oh i love this way of tracking what i'm working on yeah. because what i've been doing right now with my clients is um we do uh i do a new moon guided oracle read and then we kind of set ourselves up for about 2 weeks from the new moon to the full moon yeah. and then i do a full moon guided oracle read and set us up from the full moon to the new moon and so we kind of take something on in that time Yeah. And I love looking up today thinking like, oh yeah, I'm about halfway through my cycle. <laughs> I don't have to have a post-it note. I don't have to look at the calendar. I can just look in the sky and say, oh yeah, the moon is, you know, it's it's waning right now because we're going from full moon to new right. moon. And it's about halfway gone. So I know I'm about halfway through this thing I'm working on, <laughs> which is part of what I like about it. It feels real. It feels yeah. real to me. Um, and I started, I don't even remember. Well, I remember a couple. Like I'd railed against New Year. for a really long time January 1st of the new year when you're supposed to start everything new. Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> because I'm usually still on the couch in pajama bottoms and eating cheese and my Christmas tree is up and like why on earth would I be giving up carbs in the dead of the winter time? This is such a stupid time to do new things. Yeah. Um and so I've always been like much more connected to my own birthday is when I tend to take new stuff on. Mm-hmm. And also even after years out of school I have very much like a back to school energy that I get into mm-hmm. where like August September is a time that I like to put take on new stuff. Yeah. Um so a few months ago just for the fun of it I was in a mastermind and it happened to be I can't remember either the new moon or the full moon mm-hmm. during one of our group mm-hmm. calls. Mm-hmm. 
And I popped in the chat and I was like, hey, does anybody want to do a guided oracle for the moon tonight? Um, and a bunch of people said, yeah. And so we just kind of quickly arranged it. In the <clears throat> and then I did it. Everybody had a good time. And so I said, well, I'll do it for the next one, too. Yeah. And at the time, I was just doing them for um, just for that moment. Right. What's the new moon? What are you going to manifest? Whatever. Right. And then as it started evolving, um, I've started doing them for my mailing list. Mm-hmm. And um, and they're 100% free for my mailing list. It's like one of the free magic things I do. Right. And as it started evolving, I tapped my software background, which mm-hmm. I did software for years and years and years and years. And in software, I did agile software, You like where you go like in these sprints. Right. So, um, and they're usually about two weeks, right? Yeah. It's very natural. Yeah. And so I was like, well, what if instead of doing something just for the moon, we set up something like in between the moons too. So we sprint, we quote sprint from new to full and then full to new and then around and around again. It's not really an intro. I kind of just said all the stuff. (laughs) No, but that's, that's beautiful. I I remember when we had this conversation and you told me about moon sprints and I'm like, oh my God, we have to talk about this because I feel it's such uh, it, it brings such connectedness to nature, right? Which I mm-hmm. feel in modern life, like we're losing, right? Agreed. Like, Agreed. Um, and this is how things work. Like my grandma always knows what phase the moon is in it. Like always, right? Like mm-hmm. she, she has these particular uh, uh, phases of the moon where, she, where she's kind of fast and you know she's gonna like cleanse her body and then some particular phases when she's like okay this is a nice time to like go out and buy good stuff and I used to be like this is so superstitious like growing up I used to be like right like really like do you really want to do this like we have a bloody calendar why don't you just look at that but then now that I am you know, on this journey of more connectedness and I'm uh, working with some plant medicine and I'm working with, you know, grounding myself and like connecting with nature, I realize how potent and powerful that wisdom really is, right? Yeah. And honestly, yes, we've absolutely. just we just let it like fall by the wayside because I was a student mm-hmm. of science. Like I'm an engineer. Come on. I'm not going to like look at the right. moon and be like, oh, I should fast it. <laughs> Well, and the thing is, one of the things I love about it is you can kind of jump in at any level of, you know, quote unquote belief. Right. Right. Yeah. So you can go all the way to the moon affects your energy, which some people engage with it that way. Or you can just be at the um, two weeks is kind of a good amount of time for people. It's long enough to get something done. It's not so long that you get interrupted that... Like to go back to software, when I first started doing agile development, the sprints were a month long. Right. And that's kind of too long. Yeah. We always got something disrupted us, something always needed to come. But two weeks was about the amount of time that we could pay attention. So even if you don't think the moon has any effect on you at all, right. it affects the tides, so it has to affect at least a little bit, even just how much light yeah. there is at certain times. Yeah. Um, it affects like how well you sleep. Even if you don't believe any of that at all, it's just a really nice way to kind of mark your life yeah. in a way that feels more real than the Gregorian calendar, which feels to me so arbitrary. Like, screw the Gregorian calendar and just go away. Um, it's good for knowing when you're going to catch a flight. Like, I just bought theater tickets. Right. 
it's good to know that those theater tickets are on this day and I need to know where to go. Yeah. I wouldn't want to try to figure that out by like the waxing gibbous moment. Mm-hmm. Like that's, it's good for that. But as right. far as like how I run myself and, yeah. and I also love that there's this feeling of um, the moon phases just keep coming mm-hmm. and you're not really ever behind. You're, you don't really ever have to get caught up. Right. You don't have to make, quarter you don't have to hit your goal like mm-hmm. there's always going to be another full moon there's always going to be another it just kind of keeps going and it's it's gentle but it, it marches forward it doesn't really care what we do yeah yeah and I think I think that's what is kind of fucked up with the world that we've built because you know we're always so focused on like quarter one like now we're almost at the end of quarter one and I was yeah. I don't know, I was on Instagram yesterday and some coach was like, my quarter one earnings, uh, not earnings, wow, it's early morning for me. Quarter one earnings are like this and this is how much we changed from the last quarter. And, yeah. and I am just like, so when do you give yourself space to just breathe and be? Because you're yeah. always running, right? Like quarter one is done. Now I've got to focus on quarter two and then quarter two is done. And, then, and that's something that I felt very intensely, even in my corporate job, right? Because oh, especially in your corporate job. Exactly. Right. Like we would have like, you're on your goals and every year I'm supposed to like improve on my numbers from my previous goal. And then when mm-hmm. I start managing people, I'm supposed to improve the numbers of the people who are reporting to me. I was just like, oh my God, like we are machines. Right, exactly. That's it. We're not machines. And <sighs> and there's no never any time for integration and there's never any time for examination and there's never <laughs> any time for anything. So what I love about the moving with the moon, which I'm very new to doing, is right. it starts dark, it goes full, and then it goes to dark again. Yes. And so there's kind of a natural time to say, you know, as it's going from new to full, I'm going to push really hard. And then as it goes from full to new, I'm going to maybe do more integration, more refinement, more examination. Right. And the time to stop and look at what you're doing is built right in. Yeah. You stop when the moon is new and you kind of ask yourself, adjust your course. Um, we, we used to do retrospectives when I did my right. software job. Mm-hmm. And then at the full moon, you stop, you celebrate. What have I gotten done? I'm about yeah. halfway through this cycle. And then you continue. So the resting and the low periods, yeah like low not in a negative way but in like the lower energy periods it's all built in yeah um and that's what I really love about it and I'm also playing around more with moving we're on video right so I can show you this I have this I bought this on Etsy this year this is a calendar (laughs) oh wow isn't that fun and it um it has the the full moons are these white beads and the new moons are these dark beads and then it has solstice and equinox and all the other things and I don't really follow it. Like it's right. my little hummingbird marker or my little butterfly marker is in the wrong mm-hmm. spot. Mm-hmm. But I just kind of like the idea of conceiving of the world of the year in this like circle, circular way with these right. stopping points. So I'm starting to play with that as well too. Like Interesting. in the summertime, energy is really high. And in the dead of winter, yeah. I want to be on the couch wrapped in a blanket thinking <laughs> and you know, we don't, a lot of people don't live, most people don't live in agricultural life anymore either, especially in, right. like in the Western world. Yeah. Um, and so that natural, like, sowing, tending, yeah. Yeah. harvesting, planning yeah. is all lost in the, every quarter is upward trajectory. And nothing grows like that, only cancer and weeds. 
<laughs> grow that way. And so I don't want my life to grow like cancer. Yeah. That's really terrible. Yeah. Like un, uncontrolled, unchecked growth. It's just, it's just not natural. It's not, yeah. and it's not healthy and it's not sustainable. Yeah. No, and I think, and it's the same, like now that I look, think about it, like my grandparents, like, of course, they weren't farmers. My grandfather was in the Air Force, so they, they, they did not really farm the land. But they, they had like a small piece of land behind their house that they would mm-hmm. like grow their own vegetables in and they would have like a flower garden and they would have all of that. And now I live like in an 11th floor apartment right. in a big ass right. city and like... The only uh, farming I do is growing my monsteras and fiddle leaves. And um, I think that is also so indicative of how we have kind of moved ourselves away from our two natures. I think that's... Yeah, right. Because that's how we're built. Yeah. Right. That's our normal. And I'm not, I'm not proposing that we go back to subsistence farming where everybody farms. I I like my high speed internet. I like Amazon to come to my house. I like, Oh yeah. (laughs) But I think even when we're doing, you know, quote unquote, modern type jobs, this idea of moving more rhythmically, cyclically, pausing, refining and take and resting, God forbid, resting. Um, Like the more we can connect to, seasons, moons, and even our own personal energy, you know, there's the, there's a way where we're supposed to show up the same every day. Right. Um, so for people with female anatomy, like we know that that's not the reality, right? Like we have a monthly cycle. Right. Um, whereas people with male anatomy tend to have more of a daily cycle. Right. So even that side of like, I'm working really great right now. And then next week, my energy is going to be lower, Right. but it's supposed to be even. And it's just not how human beings are. Yeah. So for someone who's listening in and they want to start tapping into this, um, what would be your kind of, say, a step-by-step approach, if I may? Uh, Come to my moon readings. (laughs) 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 They're free and I'm doing all of the work. But um, if you don't want to do that, I would say, um, well, actually, where I personally started was I started to look at my own year, Mm. like rebelling against New Year. And, And I know some people who love New Year's resolutions, right. but I have always hated them. They feel so off and so weird to me. So I started looking at my own year. What are the significant dates for me? Um, um, like I said, my birthday and back to school. But for most people, there may be other birthdays, other anniversaries, right. significant dates, mm. even significant deaths. You know, yeah. all these things. Like, what what does your energy look like? Um, I've been noticing even in Facebook memories. I'm like, oh yeah, this time of year, I'm usually talking about this kind of stuff. And, um, you know, there's certain people I talk to more in the spring than in the fall, just whatever. So starting to notice kind of your own, how your own energy on a daily and then week and then annually, and then, um, start looking at the month too. Um, Mm. my personal energy, I haven't noticed as much how it moves through the month. I grab the moons just as a way to play. But my personal, when I started looking at this personally, my personal annual energy was like a really important, starting place for me so that's what I do right and then so I know you said that you know like full moon to new moon as the time to integrate and reflect Mm -hmm. right so then and refine Mm -hmm. and refine so then how do you kind of go about that like what would you do like practically what would I do 
Oh, so um, again, come to my moon reads. <laughs> at the new <laughs> at the new moon, we set up kind of what we're going to work on for the cycle. Right. Um, so right now, um, I've been taking my people through uh, finding ourselves because I also play mm. off a little bit off the astrology. Yeah. And again, you can believe that or not believe it. But if you look at how the signs are, it's just like a really cool way to organize your year. Like this right. is a month I focus on myself and this is a month I focus on relationships. Like right. you might as well use something. Mm-hmm. So we've been kind of finding ourselves. And so from the new moon to the full moon, we did a lot of like manifesting that right. and taking specific actions. And then at the full moon, we stopped and looked to examine. And then um, we added some, um, I don't know how to describe it. We added just like an extra, okay, we've been doing this. Mm-hmm. Now let's add this extra little detail, this right. extra little way of doing it as we go from the full to the new. Right. So, I mean, it really depends on what you're working on. Are you doing a business? Are you raising a child? Are you right. going to school? I mean, whatever. But it's really more just kind of like lay your own. Like, don't let this become the master of you. Right. Like, of course. Like, yeah. Lay stuff that's important to you. Right. And then just use that rhythm to take pauses every once in a while. That's yeah. really the thing. And I think that's an amazing way to kind of avoid burnout because that's that's a conversation that I keep having, especially with women who have careers and who have children and who have families and there's like a million things to manage and like you're supposed to be like 100% on all fronts. Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, I think that's such a unique way to kind of just bring that pause intentionally into your life like every three four weeks yeah and also because each piece is only about two weeks right you can't really take on too much you really it really does to choose you have to get picky what can you do in two weeks right you can't do everything and so you can just I mean obviously if you everyone is multi responsibilities and you don't abandon all your responsibilities. Of course. But maybe if you're focusing on this one thing, you put everything else in maintenance for two weeks. Right. And it's only two weeks. It's only two so weeks. So it's only two weeks. It's like 13 days or 14, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but it's only two weeks. So yeah. if you experiment and fail, it's only two weeks. There And there's another two weeks. And there's another new moon around the corner. That's <laughs> what I kind of love about it. It right. just keeps these opportunities. Yeah. Awesome. It's been interesting is there anything else that you would like to add like along the um, these lines no i the next thing i'm going to really start looking at is how you layer on your personal energy against mm-hmm. um because there's a cycle of a moon that goes up and down right. and then there's a cycle of a year that goes up and down right. and then we all have our personal up and down right so if it's a full moon in the middle of the summer both of those energies are up but if your personal energy is down, you might honor that more than the fact that the mm-hmm. season is up. Mm-hmm. And I fun. think for this, like most things, I think there's there needs to be like a sense of connection to yourself and like an immense awareness of what is really happening. Because I think most people aren't aware that, you know, most people are in that headspace of oh my god I just need to power through if only I could just do more all of my things would you know kind of fall in place I think that awareness and connectedness to your own body to your own energies Mm -hmm. is I think one of the 
biggest factors when you're playing around with something yeah. like this. Yeah, and the and the idea that energy has a cycle. Right. You yeah. know that that your best day you you can't show up the same way you are on your best day every day because then that would just be your average rather than right. your best. So right. we try to replicate our best rather than like this is my baseline. Yeah. Sometimes I'm above it, sometimes I'm below it and kind of finding where your own yeah. baseline is so you can recognize days when you're really killing it above yeah. the baseline and other times when you need more rest below the baseline. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like I've been kind of playing a uh, around for for more than a year now with this idea of cycle syncing not not necessarily with the moon but with my own personal cycle and right. um, that has been really mind blowing like i i literally do not schedule calls for the first 2 3 days of my uh, period because you know i'm just so low all i want to yeah. do is just lie on my bed and binge watch netflix and probably eat some ice cream like <laughs> right Yeah and if you're like a lot of women the week around ovulation you're way above your Oh my god I am like and you're so, killing it. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm so pumped yeah. up and I like this week I'm, I'm interviewing like some five six people for the podcast and right. I have like, Yeah you take advantage of that. Few, then, yeah yeah so I schedule yeah. I cram it up in that and it's not for the sake of cramming but it's just because I have that much energy and I can right, just Because you know your energy is going to be good. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's it's been That's exactly it. And and like I said, um a female hormone cycle is monthly right. like that and a male hormone cycle is daily. Right. And if you look at a lot of like, oh, there's an afternoon slump, I need some almonds, I need to take a nap. That's much more acceptable, but it's not how everyone cycles. Right. Yeah. And it's very interesting that you brought that up because I was re- recently uh listening to a podcast by Huberman Labs and he was talking about how when you have i think this is very random but i'm going to still bring it up how when you have like that slump in your afternoon and you feel a little sleepy you start yawning and you're like oh i might need almonds or coffee or chocolate or whatever he is like they they have studies that prove that your sleep time needs to be exactly 6 to 7 hours after that slump oh that's interesting yeah that's interesting yeah, yeah. because you know that's like something to look at 2 p.m. right which means your bedtime needs to be 8 or 9 p.m. and like i most adults at least that are around me don't sleep at 8 9 p.m. like no <laughs> <laughs> that, that would not work for me <laughs> <laughs> me neither but i think it's a it's a very interesting way to kind of start assessing like i've been observing like when i feel that slump right and it that also shifts like the slump also shifts it's not at a specific time so mm-hmm. i i found that really uh interesting in terms of how can we bring more restfulness even with the same amount of sleep yeah and it's it's getting back to paying attention to your cycles absolutely whatever they are oh, yeah. when am i hungry when am i sleepy yeah. when do i want to be by myself when do i like to be around other people Yeah, yeah. And absolutely. honoring those rather than trying to force yourself one way or another. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we all have to like there's days when my energy is low but I still have to put food on the table. Yeah. But then I figure how do I do that in a way that's really easy? How do I do right. that? You know, what frozen dinners could I have on hand? What what nights can I get a rotisserie chicken? When can we order a pizza? Right. Because I'm honoring that my energy is really low. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So, before we wrap up, is there anything more that you want to share? 
I don't think so. That's about where I am with it. And I expect in a year or so, I'll have a whole bunch more. I've got all kinds yeah, of drawings so we'll do, working we'll on another, maybe a book. So. We'll, we'll do another episode then. <laughs> yeah, let's do another one then. <laughs> that well, thank you so much for having me on. Oh, Absolutely. Sorry, so, okay, before we go, I, I ask this question to all of my guests. Um, so what is one book, movie, podcast, anything, any sort of media that's like your all-time favorite. It may be related to this topic, it may not be. But just what's one thing that... Oh, boy. Um, of my all-time favorite across all things. It's really hard because I have like a really present focus. Um, right. <laughs> so if I had to pick a book, mm-hmm. the one that I... when I One of my favorite books as a teenager, I mentioned this on another podcast recently, is um, A Swiftly Tilting Planet. It's part of the Wrinkle in Time series. It doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about. It's, ta- it's, it's one of my of favorite books. Series? A, wrink- a Wrinkle in Time. Okay, okay. Madeline Langle is the right. author. Um, mm-hmm. And it's become really relevant to my work, but it has nothing to do with what we're talking about here. It's more oh, about like, okay. time travel and stuff, but it's one of my favorite oh, books ever. That's okay, that's okay. That's absolutely yeah. That's the yeah. whole point. Like, the whole point is for us to get, like, a sneak peek into who you are as a person and not just as yeah. the coach and the, you know, move more naturally, babe. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and anything by Brene Brown, I can't get enough of it. <laughs> awesome cool thank you so much for being here Lynn this has been lovely I had fun yeah. having this conversation with you thank you so much and we will talk again soon yes absolutely alright thank you so much for tuning in today's episode if you absolutely loved what you heard today Be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming. And if you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up some extra, extra inspiration and send me a hello on Instagram by searching at shalvakapi. Also tag them the show notes. I love and adore you so much and I will talk to you super, super soon. In the meantime, continue building your most authentic and aligned as fuck life. Ciao!